Welcome to Anime Weekend. I'm your host Momo, and today we're talking about Dragon Ball Super: Colon Superhero. So this movie is a freaking blast. Like I was really down on Dragon Ball Super just because I thought Dragon Ball Super was not very good to me, and I thought that Battle of Gods was not good. I don't like Beerus, and I was like, ah, oh, this is not my, this is not for me. And so they said, hey, hey, we heard you, baby girl, and we said we're gonna fix all that. And we also heard you're crying out that Gohan was a chump now and the story is not progressing. Because that was my major thing in Dragon Ball is that the story was kind of stagnant. Goku beats everybody. That's where we're at. And it never went past that. I loved the idea that, oh shit, Goku could be killed by like a heart disease, right? So in this movie, they were like, Goku's on another planet right now. He, let's get him out of the way. He's training with Whis, whatever. He's getting super strong. And he's teaching Broly. Him and Vegeta are teaching Broly to keep their cool, which I liked. Um, didn't really like Goku being too stupid to understand what meditation was, considering he's done it and knows how to master chi and stuff. I thought that was a little stupid, but, um, I love that Whis makes this whole, like, we're fighters, not bodybuilders kind of remark, and then later on, everybody is buff as fuck. Like, I love that. That was fun. While these guys are changing, we got changes happening on Earth as well. So don't forget that there are other characters was what this movie was. And uh, it was just Toriyama going, you know what, this movie is for the West. Because apparently in Japan, they love Goku and Vegeta. Everything Goku and Vegeta. Which is why it's constantly, the pressure is on to make a story about Goku and Vegeta. The problem is, you've beaten these characters to death. Like, I don't really care about much what they do anymore. I don't really care what they get up to. We've seen them literally become gods. And at this point, I'm done with their story. So it was nice to see the continuation of Gohan's. And look, Gohan is doing what he has to do. He's being, he went home and he was a family man and he's taking care of his kid and he has a really good job. The only problem Piccolo is having is, bro, you are like the strongest being on this planet. Broly is, you know, around here. Your dad, people know that powerful aliens live here and they will come here to fight. When your dad is away doing this or dead probably, you need to pick up the slack. So you can't slack off on your training. I know a lot of people were saying like, Ah, Piccolo's being an asshole. He's trying to be a real man with a real life, unlike his deadbeat dad. And that's understandable, especially how he was raised, that he would want to do this. But now he now he also has an interest in it. We've seen that he hasn't left his like little his research place in like a week. He's being he's studying the shit out of some ants. He doesn't know how to have a life work balance. As a you know, we learn that because Piccolo is on a first name basis with Pan's teacher. You know, that's how often Piccolo goes to pick this kid up from school. So he is just like his dad in the sense that he is obsessed with something that's taking his time away from his family, uh, which is work. You know, just like go for Goku, it's training. And Saiyans are going to Saiyan, right? And so Piccolo is like, look, you got to like, why am I picking up your kid? Why can't you pick up your kid? And also, why aren't you training and getting ready for the thing? And he's like, bro, I'm not an octopus. There's things I got to do. And there's a there's people who depend on me. I have a family who depend on me financially. I got to keep up this lifestyle because look at this fucking house. Am I right? But he's also really like obsessing about work and working himself like to the bone. And he does need a, a work-life balance in his life. And I think that's a very important message, especially right now and the way things are. Like everybody's just working themselves to death and you have to have a balance. And sometimes you have to do things to because you are powerful. Great power comes great responsibility. And Gohan has to train because he happens to be one of the strongest people on the planet. And if aliens show up, it is his responsibility because he is super strong to protect the Earth. And I mean, you know, in 
in a smaller scheme of things, his family. I also like that Gohan admitted at the end he was training in secret. So that he does kind of do it. He just doesn't go as ham as his dad did, which is fun. He keeps up on his game. But, you know, the Saiyan trigger of you got to hurt somebody I love in order for me to become super strong. Besides that, also beat me to an inch of my life and then I'll become super strong. Is like Piccolo is probably going to always put himself in danger. And Gohan's always going to freak out. And that's going to be enough to push to be able to save the world. So I don't think Piccolo has too much to worry about. Speaking of in secret, Gohan trained to, to do the freaking... um special beam cannon it was the cutest thing it was such like a oh he's mimicking his dad and also my man didn't put on his dad's gi and granted he was wearing piccolo's gi because piccolo put it on him he didn't change out of that you know once shit starts to hit the fan i guess because he's like i have a serious situation i have to attend to but i'm chalking it up to toriyama forgetting that gohan was a great saiyan man because it seems like hedo would have loved the great Sandman, and I love Hedo as a character, holy crap, he's a, he's a superhero obsessed scientist, who's making Mega Mans for good, that's so fucking cool, I love that kind of character, that Dr. Light kind of character in Dragon Ball, it's really fun, it's really cool, he was able to make two charismatic robots, one is charismatic in his way that he is very stoic, and that's his kind of charisma, and he has this bouncy, energetic Gamma 2 to play off of, I love the Gammas. I thought they were really fun. I love their designs. That Gamma 1 has one fin and Gamma 2 has two fins. I love that design. I love their little jackets with the with the double-breasted buttons. Love that outfit. As soon as I heard that it was Hawks, I was like, it's Hawks. And he was so charismatic and fun. I was like, man, I love this guy. Unfortunately, speaking of My Hero Academia, I could not unhear uh, Piccolo and Vegeta as not only the same person, but as All Might. Is it just me or is are those performances kind of being phoned in? I thought that they were, personally. I thought that was the worst voice acting in the movie. But the best voice acting in the movie was Charles Martinet as Magenta. I was watching the whole movie and I was like, who is voicing Magenta? Because whoever it is, is killing it. Whoever it is, absolutely nailed that character and that personality. Loved Carmine. Loved Carmine's hair. Loved the gags. I love how modern this Dragon Ball has become. I've watched this as a kid, and now Piccolo has a cell phone. I think that that's really a, the modernization of this thing, and having Carmine be like a YouTube YouTube influencer. Just, I really dig it. Also, the obsession with superheroes. You know, he that's in there. And I would have thought that Hedo would have become obsessed with superheroes because the Great Saiyan Man. But they didn't touch on that at all, and maybe it's because Toriyama forgot, and I'm sure somebody's going to remind him, and I'm sure that's going to come up in a later movie. Also, Dragon Ball uh, continuing in movie form, I'm here for it. I, I don't, it cuts out a lot of filler and bullshit and dumb nonsense and gets right to the meat of the story. We do get Beerus and his dumb nonsense on their dumb nonsense planet. Don't get me wrong, I love comedy in Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z Abridged is one of my favorite things. And speaking of which, I thought the comedy in this movie was very DBZ Abridged. They even like made a couple of jokes that were lifted directly from Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Oh yeah, Android 16 is Jiro's son. I don't know if that was in there originally or if that was a Team 4 Star thing, but I thought that was a Team 4 Star like lore creation that they just made canon in this they also made uh, android 21 canon which is like okay it makes sense now it makes all the sense in the world i don't know if they made her canon or if toriyama had planned this but it seems like all of the ingredients fell into toriyama's lap and made and then he he just threw it in a pot and stirred it up and made a delicious souffle 
You know, he got lucky with his ingredients. You know, if he was on Iron Chef and they gave him the wrong package, he would have been screwed. But he got lucky with the ingredients. He was on Iron Chef and got the school of cooking that he was familiar with the best because of what they gave him. And he was able to make an amazing dish because he owns the fucking, he owns a restaurant that specializes in that dish, you know? Um, it was good food. I love this movie. I love Gohan getting super powerful. I loved Piccolo Orange, even though I expected Piccolo Orange to not be cool. I play Fortnite a lot, and, um, they added Gohan and Piccolo to the game. It's about the time I started playing, because I was like, oh, what's this about? Piccolo, they gave him his orange form, and he looks lame. He's just orange Piccolo, and I'm like, that's pretty boring. But in the movie, he's this huge, muscly, juicy, his his antenna go up like horns, and he has these glowing red eyes, he looks cool as fuck, and his arms are gold, um, could they have done something more with this transformation, yes, uh, do I think it's a duos ex machina, no, it's a Chekhov's machina, <laughs> Chekhov ex machina, they put that gun on the, on the mantelpiece very early, and told you it was going to happen, so I don't think it was that bad of a thing to do honestly and i think the orange piccolo being jacked as fuck when goku and vegeta seem to be slimming down we're not bodybuilders uh makes me think that that's where we're going the, these are the buff motherfuckers or at least piccolo is the buff motherfucker of the group he's the 10 shinhan as far as being buff and he can be buff and that can be his thing i like that um he doesn't have to worry about trunks getting super duper buff which he will do uh probably i had a long conversation with my husband about trunks and the dragon ball z multiverse and i would love to actually maybe do that come on here with him and talk about the dragon ball multiverse uh maybe next week we'll see what happens because uh, we both really love dragon ball i don't talk about it a lot because i've been really down on it but this movie superhero the broly movie amazing i believe i covered it but the super movie oh my god superhero was so good and it definitely was a gift to the west from the humor it wasn't, it wasn't your standard Japanese humor, which Beerus is, that I'm kind of, like, tired of, and, you know, it's, it's all food, eating food, isn't that funny, you know, that, <laughs> that whole thing, um, this is more character-based humor, like, we've seen with Team Four Star, you know, so I'm glad that they took this and was like, this is for you guys, I'm glad that that happened, and like I said before, I would love to see the story continue going forward, with Goku and Vegeta just out of the picture, training for the rest of their lives, living their best life, um, and everybody else progressing, and their characters moving along, like, Piccolo isn't alone anymore, he's not stoic, he has a house, all things that they mention in Dragon Ball Z Abridged that they adopted, like, that was a gag in that show, that Piccolo was like, we should build a house, and then Piccolo in the, in Superhero was like, I never passed my flying light, I never got my, uh, driver's license, and that felt like such a abridged joke, because it's character-based humor, it's not just gags or cutaways, um, so yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie, I cannot wait to see the next Dragon Ball movie, and even the animation, which I didn't like going into it, kind of grew on me, but they put these flash, whenever they showed a flashback, it was in this crisp, delicious, like, it's animation, this animation was like Sprite from McDonald's, it was so crisp, and they showed you the scene of, like, Trunks cutting up, uh, Frieza from, like, dash cam footage, and it was, it looks so clean, it looks so fresh, I wouldn't mind taking the exact story of Dragon Ball and reanimating it like that, 
and just call it like Dragon Ball the reanimation so that more people who are into Dragon Ball Z can watch Dragon Ball with fresher eyes because I noticed a lot of people and this is not um I noticed a lot of people have a problem with older animation they just can't they just think it's ugly they cannot watch it it's time to retell those stories with better animation um there was recently an Astro Boy reboot and I think they rebooted uh that what is that manga that's done by the mangaka that does Inuyasha where she's like a demon girl and she dresses in like a tiger skin outfit you know what I'm talking about uh that got be- remade recently um Tokyo Mew Mew's back there's a lot of stuff I think that it's time to remake these classic animes and up first things first please remake Gundam uh 0079 please I'm begging I'm begging if you're gonna start remaking things and making the movies especially because the origin of Char did really well um but that crisp animation in this movie made me go oh my god what are we missing look at what we're missing bro we could have this but instead we have CG and for Cell because let's talk about before I wrap this up let's talk about Mecha Cell or what was his name um Supercell Cell Max Cell Max Cell Extreme I loved Cell Max he was a big kaiju and this was like what would the Dragon Ball characters do if confronted with Godzilla that was what this was and it was dope as fuck I don't care what anybody says like I don't think Cell was Cell should have been intelligent fuck you they didn't have time for that we got a Godzilla fight. That's awesome. Um, yeah, they don't have time to flesh out Cell's entire character. So this is fine. Especially since Hedo is kind of... It's interesting to see Hedo going up against the sins of his grandfather. You know, that I'm very intrigued uh, about, like... I'm very interested in the story now of Dragon Ball. They're doing a good job just doing that instead of just going... Instead of Goku going, Okay, I'm gonna fight now. And then fighting... And that's the movie. I'm glad that there was story. And that really made me positive and hopeful for Dragon Ball in the future. Um, Cell Max is awesome and terrifying. If I can get... If you've, you've ever seen those big statues at comic book stores of like the Hulk. If I can get one of those of Cell Max, I will be living my best life. What a cool monster. But the reason that they... they ha- This is probably a CG. It's because when they originally animated Cell... Uh, by hand they said his spots were the satan the great satan were his spots because you had to make them the same every time and that was hard and but with with cg models you can move them around and the spots you don't got to reanimate the spots every time so i'm sure if the enemy is not sell in the next movie we will probably go back to 2d animation uh because a lot of people were trepidatious and didn't see this movie because of the animation we'll see what happens we really will uh i can't this got me really hyped to watch anime again it's not that i haven't been hyped to watch it i just didn't have the time like i the time and the will i would just be sitting in one place and i'll be like you know what i want to do listen to music i just want to chill i haven't been really into the action and the yelling and the screaming and the shonen demon slayer is back i'm gonna probably try to pick up vinland saga again and we're gonna get this this anime weekend train a chugging again since especially since i'm getting back in the saddle as as so they speak so they say and i'm even doing uh let's plays on youtube definitely you look up Popyak plays and you can probably see a couple of my Fortnite playthroughs that are pretty much tests right now while I test my setup and get everything going before I start streaming like Fallout 4, which is what I'm really excited to do. So definitely hit me up on and follow me on audio underscore D-E-E if you want to follow me on my wild and wacky journey. Thanks for listening.